coaches, by coaches, this is Soccer Chat. <laughs> yes, that's the name of the show. <laughs> With Nick Rizzo. I don't know if I'm entirely ready for it. And Sean Sauterly. There's been no bigger show for Soccer Chat than this one. What's up, everybody? This is Soccer Chat, your weekly coaching podcast. We've got some great friends that support the show every single week. Go check out dutickbrand.com. Use the promo code SOCCERCHAT. Whenever you're at checkout for some great merchandise and get yourself a sweet discount, go to dutickbrand.com. Dutickbrand.com. Use the promo code SOCCERCHAT. Shout out to our friends over at Torx, T-O-R-R-X.com. You've been seeing what they've been doing lately uh, on Twitter at Torx Soccer. Uh, they've got some great, great material um, to show you even more on how Torex is the gro- world's greatest ball pump, go check it out. Our friend Ellis Riley and the mates over at Soccer IQ One on Twitter, go check them out with some great tools to help you give your team the tactical advantage. Best way you can support the show because it is a listener-supported show, supported by people just like you who are listening to this episode right now. You can help us out by sharing the links out every single week. If you like this show, if you like what our guests have to say, or you'd like something that Nick says, you probably don't like anything that I say, you know, give us a quote tweet, quote the, uh, quote the links uh, and put what your favorite part of the show is and let everybody know and let your friends know that they need to be listening to soccer chat too. He's Nick. I'm Sean, man. It, it, it this keeps getting crazier. And I feel like I say that each week. Oh, absolutely. No, it's, I mean, it's just a never ending, a never ending journey that we're just going to keep going on until someone figures all this out for us. And I, but I don't think we're going to let anybody be able to figure it out. Unfortunately. Who knows? Um, it's just something that like, I don't know about you, but I just, people keep asking me about it. And I just go, honestly, ask me again in two weeks. And I probably won't have an answer then because at the end of the day, someone else is going to decide all this for us anyway. So it's, I'm trying, like I was talking to someone the other day, it's probably the least stressed that I've ever been going into a season because there's so much unknown otherwise, like yeah. not with my players, not fitness, not anything. There's so much unknown otherwise that I'm, I'm not stressed at all. To be honest, like about, like, I hope I have a job, but like, other than that, like, I mean, like about our season, everything, like I want everyone to be healthy. I want all the kids that want to play to get a chance to play if they, if it's safe to do so. Um, but that's really all I'm worried about going into this year. I've come to figure out that each week I get more and more vocal about not wanting to play. Um, like, yes, like I want to get on the field. I want to get going with the players and whatnot, but like, I'm not ready to, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not willing to sacrifice lives for that yet. Um, Kai Edwards brought up a very good point in our college coaches call, which you can get on every single Tuesday at uh, 9 PM Eastern time. Uh, just shoot me a DM if you want the link. Uh, you know, Kai brought up a great point on Tuesday night. He said, no one wants to be the coach who has to call a, a family and say, yeah, it was a great game. Uh, you know, that, that game winning goal was awesome. Oh, by the way, your kid's in a hospital about to die. No coach yeah. needs to be making that phone call. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's not worth it. And, um, you know, we had a really awesome question uh, tonight about, you know, like, are you willing to go out and train without knowing that there's a, without a vaccine and stuff like that, knowing that it possibly could be the end of your job. If you have a kid who gets sick, um, I wish I could remember his last name, Jeremy, that's been on our college coaches show or college coaches zoom with us, uh, mentioned on Tuesday night that he's autoimmune and he's been working with various schools and hospitals about what steps he's got to take, uh, in order just to coach and mention that, you know, with the, the, uh, viruses lifespan on metal, which I, I don't remember the exact length that he said, I want to say it was like 48 hours or something like that. Um, that, you know, like if, if the kids or the maintenance, whoever's cleaning up the benches every single day, if they miss one little itty bitty spot and that one little itty bitty spot has the coronavirus on it and he gets around it, like that's bad news. Um, and I just, it's so crazy. I think more it, each week, it does get more crazy to think about like how this is affecting everything. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like we were talking a little bit before the call, but who came out today and was talking about that this might just never go away. Like that we have vaccines for things all over the world that aren't effective. Um, and like, it's, it's something that like potentially couldn't go away. So it's like, all right, if that's the case, like what, at what point are we just going to be like, yeah, right, we're, we're good. Everybody just yeah. stay home. You know, like, I mean, like, and again, not like I am thankful every day. I'm not in charge of making these decisions. Like I, I, like I, I would never want to be the person that has to decide these things. Um, like, I, and unfortunately, all, for all of us, like you kind of said, like, would you put yourself in that spot? And it's just like, the, uh, we're going to be at the beckoning of everyone else that's making a decision for us. The NCAA, individual institutions, states. I mean, we're going to be 
at the thing at the beckoning of all of them and so I think that that's the hardest thing for me is just kind of like doing all that but I don't know like like for me it's just kind of like continue to try to like be positive as you can during the situation and like what's what's maybe like one really cool thing that's happened to you this last week um hmm. I bought a new car well I bought my you wife bought a new car, car. You also said you had like a really good like uh, visit day, like that, like with like, your players and stuff. Oh yeah, we did a uh, a virtual visit for recruits uh, on Saturday. That was pretty cool. I got the, our president gave me mad props um, right. during it and that. Well, before it, and then when it actually happened, he was like, "Oh my gosh!" She's like, sending me a message. She's like, "This is incredible." And then I got a pretty awesome email um, afterwards about like how, um, uh, gosh, what was the phrase? It was like. Something about uh, using technology in a in a way that other coaches and other people on campus like should be looking to do now. And I was like, man, everybody's gonna be hating me on Thursday if he mentions it, because um, we have a, a campus wide meeting uh, on Thursday. Um, so if he brings it up, I'm just gonna like shy off to the corner of the. <laughs> You're like everyone's gonna be like nerd. Yeah, I'm like uh, I don't know what he's talking about, uh, but yeah, it was. Um, you know, we, we didn't do a test run. Um, we, we just had figured out, you know, what we were going to do, how we were going to do it, had an outline. And I just, I trusted the players and it was just, okay, like, I'm going to trust that you've got good information. I'm going to trust that you've got something, you know, prepared to say and that um, you are capable of speaking uh, in public. Uh, and our, the players knocked it out of the park. I, I can't, I can't uh, speak high enough on our players and, um, every uh, player who was on the um, or every uh, prospective student athlete who was on uh, the call with us uh, as soon as it was over with every single one of them was just like, this just put brush over the top. Like I'm like, I'm so pumped. Like when, like, when can we get started? When can we commit? Like just all kinds of craziness. Uh, And I was like, man, I never thought that this little hour and a half zoom meeting uh, we showed our our virtual tour video on there. Um, We had, uh, like I said, we had our president on there. Um, we had, uh, missions, uh, counselors on there to talk about that. Uh, and then mainly it was just the players talking about the program and the school. Uh, and you know, for me, it allowed me to learn some things too, um, about the school cause I'm still trying to learn everything about it. Um, and it was just, it was such a, an awesome idea. And honestly, somebody asked me about it the other day, like what my idea was on it. So we had planned on having something in May, um, for recruits to come to. And obviously the pandemic uh, shut that down. So I just kept thinking to myself, like, what could I do? What could I do? What could I do? And I want to say it was like four weeks ago because we, we've, we've kind of promoted it uh, to our recruits for about two weeks. Um, I, one of our college coaches called, everybody was complaining about the new restrictions with recruiting that's just been placed during the pandemic. And I was just like, hmm, what could I do? That, you know, unfortunately, like in AI, like there's a lot of stuff that we can do that NCAA coaches can't do. And I was just like, I'm going to have a virtual visit day. Like, let's do that. And I just went with it. Um, and it was super cool, like I said. And um, I like, did you get to check it out? Like when, because you had asked about them and I sent the yep. link to you. No, that's why I brought it up. I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. Uh, well, thank you for that. It, it, like I said, it was the first time. Um, I'm sure the next one will be better. Uh, but, uh, now it's like, I, it's something, it, I mean, yeah, it's an hour and a half long, but it's now that's something that we've been sending out to recruits, um, when we're introducing ourselves to them now. And it's just been a, it's been an awesome tool, uh, to have. So I didn't know that's where you were going with the week that I've had. I thought you were talking about the car, (laughs) which I I I finally got to ride in today. No, (laughs) I mean, honestly, like we, I had a zoom call with, uh, some of our, our players the other day and just trying to talk about like, because uh, hey, everyone's going through shit right now and so just trying to talk about like the positive things and like that's like i mean for me i like you kind of saw today but i spent like like yeah i was gonna bring that up like mr uh jimmy fallon thank you notes that was dope <laughs> yeah i mean like, but it's just like it's trying to like for me it was just like i don't know i want to give all of our like i mean i was talking to kelly about it and just like it would it have been special for me to just send them an individual note absolutely but I also kind of wanted them to be able to like be okay with like being proud of themselves in front of other people too. And like be able to like share it and, and enjoy it. And like, I got texts from all three of them afterwards. And so it, it's just kind of cool to be able to, whether your seniors 
like whether you got to see him, got to get a good goodbye, but like so many of us didn't get to say goodbye to him in a, in a proper way. And so I, I just tried to come up with a way that I could say goodbye to them in the best way I knew how during the situation. And it like, it, it, it felt really good to, to be able to like share a message with them, but like also share with a lot of other people to just say out loud to everyone how cool they are and how amazing they are. Well, you've got a you got a special group that uh, you know you're a special guy, and I'm sure that they they appreciated it. And uh, I, like I said, I still wish that it was like a video of you like writing the letter because we all know about your handwritten letters. So I'm like, I, the whole time, like I, as I was reading it, I was envisioning the camera on you as you're writing, and then stopping and thinking about it. And it's like you're narrating the actual letter, like over you writing it. <laughs> so I don't know who's in charge of your multimedia department. Uh, if Reese was still there, she could have done this for you, but. Um, I think they really, yes, it was a great letter, great story and everything, but they really missed the boat and not letting you like narrate it as you're writing it. Uh, on the I agree. That's for the now, now your seniors for next year, are like, yo, you like, we're getting a letter published on the, on the website. Uh, bring bring the heat, homie. Dude, we're both going to have identical things to our seniors in a year. <laughs> You're going to be like, Sean posted on uh, April 30th. I'm posting mine May 5th. And be like, I Sean did it first. Well, I, I'm not handwriting anything. That's, I, I can barely write as it is. Um, we've been pretty fortunate the last couple of weeks to, to have some coaches on uh, who have taken new jobs during the pandemic uh, and beforehand. And uh, we've all got different stories of how we've been handling it. And we've got two guests on this week uh, with some pretty interesting stories. Uh, both of them uh, took new jobs and they've still not been able to get to, to the new location yet. Um, so if you, uh, if you will, just uh, stick around because we've got uh, it's a great interview. And, and again, it, it's so informative and, and definitely you want to reach out uh, to these two when they give you their Twitter handles uh, at the end of the interview. With the pandemic going on, is just such craziness out in the world right now. And, you know, last week we got to talk to Bianca Kaya, who just took a job that week at the University of Minnesota Morris. And we have two more guests with us this week who are kind of like going through the same thing, you know, taking jobs right around the pandemic time started uh, or just recently uh, and, and still trying to figure out, you know, how things are going, which way they're going to go. Uh, so you won't you, uh, won't you guys introduce yourself for us? Let's start with Madison. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Madison Kroger. Um, I am currently the assistant coach um, at Cal State Stanislaus. Um, I started the first week of April, so I thought I was going to be able to make a dash right before everything started shutting down. Um, we were kind of getting word that something was happening, but we weren't really sure what it was and how serious it was going to be. Um, and then, you know, when that move date came around, um, everything started, you know, becoming more serious and we were understanding how bad this was going to be. Um, so I am currently um, still in Washington, um, just trying to hang out until everything is, is safe, safe to move down. And my man, Tripp, what's, uh, what's your story, man? Where are you heading to? Uh, I just took over the head coach position at the University of Finley the first week of April. And uh, from the day I interviewed to the day I took the job to today, everything has gone unbelievable it's escalating <laughs> tremendously my first day on campus was the day the ncaa tournament uh was canceled and then uh i took the job a few weeks later and my wife and i hid in south carolina for a couple of weeks trying to figure out what the next moves were and they still had the beaches open so we could read on the beach and and, and figure out uh how to prepare for these crazy moves 
with uh, you know, Trip in your instance, uh, you know, you're still actually in Kentucky uh, compared to Ohio. So, you know, we, we, we've, we've gone through like last week, Bianca was talking about, you know, with her family, they just had bought a house, uh, in Illinois, just had a child just a couple months ago. And now, you know, getting ready to make that move, uh, to Minnesota as soon as they're really, you know, I guess kind of allowed to, to get over there. So, you know, I mentioned going, going to South Carolina with your wife, trying to process all this. What's the, what's the mindset? What's the, what's the conversations that you two are having? Cause like, Ultimately, like this is this is like crazy real life stuff that we would have never envisioned happening uh, to any of us. So, what's those what's those conversations for you like? Because obviously, you being married, Madison kind of on her own, completely different stories here of of you know how you're going to get to where you're at. So, what were those conversations like with with you and your wife? Well, we were so unbelievably established here in Kentucky, and I mean, I've been at the same residence almost twenty years, and we had to sit down and have pros and cons lists and conversations about how to make it work. Uh, she's in a situation with her employment here where it's going to be quite some time before she can come up and, and join me in Ohio. So we made a list of goals and how things need to operate for us to be able to, you know, if I got to tell kids our, our programs about family, I've got to take care of mine. And we, we listed all of those uh, out for ourselves and, and we basically made a two-year plan of how it looks, and um, unfortunately, because of the craziness of this and not having to just up and leave immediately, it's actually been very good for us as far as making good plans and um, picking a routine and setting a schedule, I guess is the best way to say it. That was... It was Lots of lists, man. Lots of lists. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Madison, in your situation, you know, just kind of doing things on your own. And uh, I know you and I had chatted a little bit uh, during all the coaches calls. You, you signed up for them and you were start getting ready to make that transition. Uh, you were just finishing up with your previous school and then started to do some work with the new school. So, you know, you mentioned you're, you're still in Washington trying to, trying to head to California. Uh, what's kind of been the conversations that I maybe mean, you've been talking to family members, you've been talking to the other, uh, you know, the, the head coach you're going to work for. What's kind of been the, the conversations uh, from the moment that you started to, to get you to the point that you're at now? Yeah. So it's really funny because the, you know, the week before I was supposed to move, I was all about it. And that was the week that California um, had their first look glance at stay at home. And I was like, oh, I'm still going to be there. Like, I'm excited for it. Like, I think we can make it work. Um, and my boss was like, just think about your safety. Um, like, your safety is the number one priority. Um, so it's really been my boss and my mom um, that have been the two people that I've really been relying on, you know, for information. Like I said, at first, I was so excited um, that I didn't really think about, oh, well, what could happen, you know, while I'm moving. Um, because it's close enough to drive, but it still takes a little bit more than a day or a really long day to get there. Um, and then are you exposing yourself, um, you know, in hotels and restaurants and those type of things? So I didn't even think about it at first. Um, so I'm really lucky that I have um, two people that are really looking out for me and, um, you know, you know, steering me clear of any type of incident that could happen. Um, but yeah, right now it, the best thing to do is, you know, just stay put. Um, and when things start to get a little bit better, then I'm just going to head down and, and try to be as safe as I can about the move. What, uh, you know, with trip with yours, uh, women should be Anka, uh, about, you know, her interaction with the team. And, uh, you know, I, I'm in a little bit of the same boat as you all, you know, I started my job the week that the kids got sent home at our school. Um, well, as I said, I started the week the spring break. Then my actual first week with the players was when they got sent home. Um, so I hit the double whammy there. Um, you know, so I was able to get that, just even that brief face-to-face -face interaction. In your time, you know, you got to visit campus. Were you able to meet the team at that point? Or, and like, what's the communication been like with them since, uh, since that day? Well, for me, one of the most amazing parts was during the interview process, I actually got to meet with a leadership panel that they had that were part of their hiring process. And, they had great questions for me and then I had some weird questions for them. And it, how weird it, did you get? Uh, well, you're I, like, I, Hey, let's get weird real quick. Let me just go ahead and ask. For sure. I sat, I sat down took off my jacket. I was like, okay, here we go. Cause you all are the important <laughs> piece. So, yeah. you know, 
Uh, the only part I failed is I'm not good at dad jokes. I don't have them. I, they don't store my brain. Oh, and brother, you should have reached question. out, man. You should have reached yeah, out. I, the, you could have told me and it still wouldn't have stuck. It's just like, it does, like <laughs> it's one of those things that never stays. And one of the kids asked if I had a dad joke. And I was like, no, I don't. I failed. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, that was, uh, that was my only interaction with those players. And from there, it built a basis for me to be able to, it was a, a gateway into the Zoom meetings. And then we had to get really out of the box with the Zoom meetings. And I'm having to um, build and establish rapport and develop relationships through through Zoom. Uh, it's, you know, everybody's having to do it. But yeah. it's like, at least you, if you know your players, then they know how weird you are. These, some of our players are. Uh, they have yet to be exposed to your weirdness. <laughs> they're not, they're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what's you know has there been a struggle with building those relationships via zoom because i guess like, even for me you know yes i got the the one week to, to talk to everybody face to face but i still find myself there are players that i still feel like i'm not connecting with um and, and i think a lot of that is because we're not there face to face around each mm-hmm. other all the time because i'm getting to speak with them once a week if that sometimes once every two or three weeks um, so what's kind of been the, the struggles for you in that connections that you've been making with the team uh, virtually? Well, one of the things Jimmy had set up with his program there prior to leaving was he had some leadership groups set up where they had some accountability uh, accountability groups, what they call them. And, and, and they check on each other. And I started off meeting with the leaders of those groups regularly and then having individual meetings and small group meetings with the team. So uh, the, the leadership group found out real quick that, you know, sarcasm is kind of my best friend. Um, and, and so from there, they were able to tell some of the other players are like, not sure if I get this dude or not, like, it's okay, just give it time. And so that's, that's been extremely helpful. And, um, you know, to the, to the team's credit, they are very accountable to themselves and to each other that, um, I'm just a cog in a wheel at this point, and um, it's made it actually very easy to get to know them. And obviously, the, the older players, when you ask difficult questions, are like, "Here's my baggage. You got to deal with it, dude." And the younger players give you very short, quick answers until they're starting to figure it out. So, and um, you know, the social worker, sociologist in me is kind of really enjoying finding those nuances. It is always funny with that when you like finally like introduce your freshman to your upperclassmen because like the freshman will say like what they think you want to hear and the upperclassmen are just yep. be like this point here it's it's all out there like this is this is me <laughs> and then like it's like the other the freshmen coming in are like wait like is that how like I should be like they like they're like kind of start like dipping their toes in like all right maybe maybe I could say this but and then like the first moment they actually make fun of you and you're they're like okay they're starting to figure this out a little bit. Yeah, it's like a kid in a pool that can still breathe on the tiptoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Madison, what's it been like for you? Like what what's your interactions with the team been like? How how's how's everything been with you with all in regards to that? I've really enjoyed it. Um although it's over Zoom, you know, obviously it's not the same as um being face to face. Um, but I'm I'm trying to get to know, you know, each player as well as I can. Um I'm trying to look for, you know, cues like nonverbal and verbal cues um, just to see um, if I can find, you know, little pieces about them um, and their personality. And obviously some days are better than others um, in terms of, you know, what's going on in the world or, you know, what tests they had to take. Um, So some days I get them and, you know, they want to tell me everything. And some days, um, you know, they're like, you know, today was a really hard day at school. but I, I'm, I, I've really enjoyed getting to know them. Um, I was lucky when I was on campus. Um, I got to meet with them for a short time. Um, but it, it still felt like so long. Um, but at the same time, it didn't um, for some reason. So that first week, um, it was a little tough, like just trying to get into the rhythm. But then when the second week came around and the third week came around and um, now they're in finals week. So obviously communication is limited um, from now and we'll be checking in on, on them in the summer and everything. Um, but it definitely is hard not getting to see them face to face and 
Um, you know, you don't know if, if they get your humor and your sarcasm um, and then the other way around as well. Um, so that can be tricky, but just trying to take it all in and make the best out of it. Yeah, for sure. Like what's been like one cool story from this, like a player that you're like already felt like maybe you're able to connect with or like something that happened. You're like, man, this is going to be a fun place to work. I have a player. I have a couple players that um, their hobby during quarantine, some of them played the guitar beforehand, but there are two or three people that have picked up the guitar. Um, so when we do our weekly check-ins, I usually have them um, play guitar, which is really fun um, because my parents used to make me play instruments when I was little and I was just so bad at them. Um, so it's really cool to, to see that um, they can just kind of pick it up in their, you know, in, in the time that they have right now. Um, and I'll be like, play this song, play the Beatles. Um, and I'll have them like, like play Ed Sheeran. Um, so it's really cool to just kind of have that already. And I, I'm a little jealous because like I said, I was always so bad at instruments. Um, so I'm like, how can, it's so cool that they can pick up the guitar and um, they just have this talent. Um, so that's been really fun. I also have no musical talent whatsoever. Like I um, wish I like, I, I can rap. I mean, that's that's about where my uh, thing, but I can't make up my own raps. I can only just rap songs that I've heard before in real life. Sean can attest to the sir. There's no freestyling from Nick. No, no freestyling. Just just straight stealing. Just the straight up plagiarism. Um, but Trip, what for you? Like, what's been a, a cool moment for you that you've already had with maybe some of the players, or just a moment that you've had with the new group that you're like, man, like whenever this happens, whether it's fall or whether it's in the future, it's going to be a really fun team to work with. They sold me at my interview. I mean, at my interview, I was like, this is a group of kids that I really want to be around and they're eager. They're eager to be held accountable and they want to go play and they want to go compete. And then as our meetings have gone on, like, you know, we did a zoom meeting where I made everybody sit in their living room of their house. They all had to be there with a stationary computer or whatever. We did scavenger hunt. And I would just call out items and they had to run. And they were already, they were getting points oh, for their teams. Yeah. But they had to run out of camera and then come flying back in <laughs> or parents chucking things at them from across the room. <laughs> it, it was brilliant. It was, at, I mean, and just, you know, it was a little bit of competition, but it was a lot of fun. And, you know, we, we've talked very little about soccer throughout this whole thing. It's all been just relationship building and, um, you know, I feel like for me, I feel like the players are taking a risk and they're already investing in me, just like I'm investing in them throughout this crazy yeah. Zoom meet age. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, the thing, I don't know if you guys have found this too. I almost feel like they're more comfortable in this type of situation than sometimes they are. Like I've had more really positive first interactions with recruits or my players yeah in this type of environment that I've ever had, I think when they get to campus and stuff like that. Have you guys saw the same thing? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, uh, you know, for me, it's just, it's, uh, we're social distanced. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can actually, you know, you can see each other, you can talk to each other, you can read a little bit of body language, but you know, they're not in your office or, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know the best way to phrase that, but it's just, uh, it, 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 and it's become more and more comfortable because it's a generation that FaceTimes everything already. Yep. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Madison, why don't you elaborate on that a little bit? I think sometimes when kids on campus, like they're either really excited or they're really overwhelmed. So when they come and sit in your office, like sometimes they forget questions or they only let you talk. Um, or they just have like so many questions. And I, I feel like, uh, like Tripp said, they're so comfortable with FaceTime um, that although this, you know, this kind of stinks for them, um, but I've had some really positive interactions um, over Zoom. I, like people just, it, it seems normal now. Um, and and I, I mean, it, we've been doing it for a couple months, so that might be why. Um, but it, I think it might also go back to what Tripp said. Like, they, they're so used to this type of, of communication. Um, and you can still show emotion. Um, and you can still be excited. And 
you can still be overwhelmed, but it's still like, it's still okay. Um, So I think it's been really cool. Um, It's, it's better than, you know, what we would have, where we would have been 10 years ago, um, 15 years ago when we didn't have FaceTime when we didn't have Skype. Um, So I'm trying to look at it that way. Um, But I, I'm kind of missing the, in-person interaction but I, I know it's not quite safe enough for us to to go to go back to it quite yet yeah for sure yeah um to switch gears and talk a little bit more about like soccer and everything both you guys are actually kind of going into a similar situation or scenario which i sit scenario i just combine two words together <laughs> patent pending um but one of the things that i want to ask you guys and we'll trip we'll have you go first is it's almost rare when you join a program or get to go be a part of a new program where you're actually taking over or joining a successful program. And both of you guys are going into programs that are successful. And I, I'm interested what it's, I, I've, I like, and this is not a knock, like I've only ever gone to programs that are struggling and I kind of have to build it up. And I've looked at your guys' resumes and you kind of have had similar experiences, whether at one point or another, whether as a player or something like that. Trip, what's it going to be like for you, like going and taking, I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it was like a 14-3-2 or 14-3-1 record. Like, what are you looking forward to? What's kind of a nerve wracking? Like, what's your feelings with everything like that? Uh, it's just mine to mess up, man. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you know, for me, it's, I don't, it's not a big deal. I mean, because you know how the coaching community is. If we go back and these girls happen to do really well again next year, I did it with somebody else's kids. And if they yep. don't achieve what they did last year, then I messed it up. So, you know, that, that is what it is. We actually had that conversation during my interview. It's like, I don't care what happens. It's about you all. We'll move forward from there. And, you know, as a coach, yes, we want to win. We want to be successful. All of those lovely things. But we're just going to go in and, and, and attack. If, it's, if that day's practice, we're going to attack practice as hard as we can. And if it's a game, we're going to do the same there. Uh, and, and march through whatever season we get one day at a time and enjoy every single day because it's one thing to be injured on the sideline and not get to play. But right now, everybody had – the world took the ball and went home. So everybody's going to be thrilled to compete. And, I, and I, I'm just yeah. – I'm so excited for it to happen. For sure, for sure. That's awesome. What about you, Madison? Um, the competition part is the most exciting part for me. So um, competing to be great players on the field, but – uh, competing to be great people uh, and students in the classroom, um, I think is something else that's really exciting. Um, the team has already said that, you know, they feel that although we're far apart right now, uh, they're going to be more excited to compete with each other and for each other when they come back. And I think that's the thing that's exciting is they're trying to find that silver lining. And um, it's, it's tough when, things aren't going your way and, it, and it's tough when you can't be out on the field and you have to train on your own and you have to, you know, motivate yourself or you have to be motivated from by your teammates from, you know, far away over the phone, over text. Um, but the fact that they are so excited to come back and compete is so special. Yeah, no, that's awesome. You guys are both giving phenomenal answers and really like, I don't have to like pry, which is like my favorite. Like, I just get to like ask like an easy question and, or not an easy question, but a question and you guys just run with it. Um, and both this is both the, again, we'll go Madison first this time. What's one thing that you feel you need to be cautious about when, ev- when everyone gets back, like something that you need to kind of work in a little bit. I think just not being, um, not, too excited for everything but just being cautious with um that it's going to be like baby steps um so people are going to be like come back um you know let's go crazy in terms of like training and just like being back together like there's going to be a lot of excitement because um, nick's going to have to wear a shirt that says please don't hug me because <laughs> he's a massive hugger and he's gonna have to wear a shirt that says don't hug honestly me. Don't the hug. players are probably gonna have to wear those shirts too yeah <laughs> <laughs> right everybody um but just knowing that it's it's not like not the process isn't over it's it's gonna take a long time um you know to be sharp on the field and um back together and for me this will be the first time with my team when we get back together um in person so i think just navigating my way um around campus and you know with the team i think that's super important um for me 
for sure. What about you, Trip? Uh, um, well, joy. Just making sure that you've got to manage the happiness and actually get a little bit of work in because uh, um, we're all, all going to be elated. And, and, you know, my concern is yeah. vocabulary. You know, uh, I didn't get a spring for them to learn when I say something what I mean. Um, and and having having that vocabulary and, you know, I may be asking them to do the same thing that, you know, Jimmy was or, or whatever. Uh, but if I say it differently, we've got to make sure it sinks in. And so I think getting back and, and, and managing, uh, some sort of glossary terms, (laughs) of a spelling test, um, (laughs) uh, between managing that and, and it's not, you know, please come back fit. It's not about the fitness test. Let's go play. Let's go play yeah. and find that, 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 you know, cause everybody's going to want to play and have that passion and love of the game that we all have. So, you know, can we manage that to make it, uh, you know, that they're getting a return on their investment uh, of the downtime and working them back healthily, healthily. I mean, maybe I'm making mm-hmm. words now. I like That's the way okay. that sounds. Like, up. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, sounds it's, it's all, this is a safe space in soccer. <laughs> I got, I got to get it out of the way. Trip, is that the actual name on the birth certificate? Because if so, that's that's crazy dope. Yeah, no, I'm not that cool. Uh, so oh, oh, I, I've been I've been trip since day one. It is on there, uh, um, but I'm the third. So daddy's junior, his daddy's senior. I'm the third. Uh, so it's like trip, triple, like triple, triple trip. So I was oh. either gonna be, I was either gonna be trip or tray, and then I always get bent out of shape when people spell my name with two P's because I'm trip just like fall. Like, so it's actually like trip the third. <laughs> like yeah, triple, I'm, I'm, yeah. Triple's what it should be. So I'm I'm Carl Rogers the third. Okay. Uh, and oh, if, dude, Carl Rod, that's a great name. And if anybody ever calls says Carl around me, I assume they're calling they're talking to my dad because I've been called trip since day one. Wow, man, I really wish it was Carl. <laughs> yeah. Famous psychologist. I, I, don't, I don't think that I have any like close friends that his names are Carl, but like, okay. Well, I was like, cause like it made me think of um, a friend of mine uh, for the longest time tried to get uh, my nickname to be truck. And I was like, dude, that doesn't, that doesn't go <laughs> whatsoever. Um, and then when he finally realized that that failed or that was failing, that if I ever had a son that he would just refer to him as truck. Uh, so now anytime that we post anything about our son or he gets around him, he's always like, Oh, there's my boy truck. Cause he's just <laughs> that truck soldering. sounds like a cool name. I'm just like, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. It's like a shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean the, the, my buddy is a baseball guy, so I mean, I guess it all plays in, but he also does an amazing Harry Carey, uh, impersonation. So most of the time, whenever he says truck soldering, he's always like, Hey, Rock Soderling. <laughs> yeah, what nobody, do you say? Nobody in my family has normal names except for my parents. My brother's name is Greer. My son's name is Chance. So that Chance isn't a weird name. Well, it was in '96. <laughs> <laughs> was it because you took chance a chance? Made it a little bit better for for that kid. Right. <laughs> what um, you know, obviously with everybody kind of going through what they're going through, and we're we're hearing all these things now because. Um, you know, especially like with this show, we try to film it as live as possible and, and with what's going on currently in the pandemic and whatnot, you know, we, we've heard all these different things of with the recruiting period getting moved back and, and just, you know, some states are going back to playing, some states are not uh, with showcases and things along those lines. What is your like, I, I know like trip in your case, I mean, did they already have a recruiting class coming in uh, or like, is it like all on you right now? Like, oh, by the way, you've got to get kids somehow during this pandemic um what's been kind of like the one thing that you both are doing uh from your home base where you're at now uh in order to make the program improve morgan you want to go uh please tell me you called her morgan please tell me you called her morgan i just did my bad my bad i'm terrible oh so funny story no Um, wait i think it's already happened well because I got caught on when we used to do the Skype calls with a bunch of coaches. I kept calling Madison Morgan and I don't know why I just kept and calling I just, her Morgan. I just, I just wouldn't answer. And she went with it and just kept answering to it. And then finally, like at the very end of the call was like, uh, my name's Madison. I was like, Oh, so see, I told you, you're more like a Morgan than a Madison. I have it written <laughs> down and messed it up. <laughs> so yeah, Madison, you go ahead. Okay. Um, well, we, I've been just, trying to get to know the 2020 and 2021 recruits 
um, I don't know the area or, um, you know, obviously we've had the talk of what do you look for in a player when you're recruiting? Well, isn't, um, didn't your schools just go online for the fall? We did. Yes, we did go online for the fall. So, so um, I mean, how's that affecting, obviously we, the big talk is that if players will go find someplace where they can actually go play for the fall, if we're allowed to play in the fall, right. you know, are you having yep. recruits saying, no, nah, I'm just going to go to community college because kids in California go to community college for basically free. Right. Um, as of right now, um, my understanding is no. Um, so we just found out yesterday. Um, and, and we just had a meeting with the team today about it. Um, you know, the big thing is you're, you're still getting a good education, um, and you're still building that camaraderie with the team, even though you're, you're not there with them in person. Um, so we're really trying to, you know, I, I don't think we have to encourage that because I think the kids that are coming in, um, no, you know, they chose Stan because it might be close to home um, or it has an academic program that they liked or they, they really felt like they felt at home with their team. It, it, it felt good to them. Um, and those are the reasons why. So um, I, I don't I, I don't think we'll see anything. Um, obviously, um, I could be wrong, um, but. I, I'm sure it'll happen at schools. Um, some of it might be for money reasons. Some kids might go out of state if, if there is a season because they want to play. But um, whatever players choose, um, I'm sure it'll be in their best interest for them. What about you, Trip? Our 20s are done. So, uh, you know, they're all going to be here. They're excited. Um, and and as far as the 21s, uh, you know, a lot of people right now are being super aggressive and, and, and those types of things recruiting, recruiting that year. And um, uh, it's just not for me. I think so many of those kids have other pressures about watching their friends not get a graduation and summer break and no club ball. Um, you know, yes, I am recruiting. Yes, but you can't have them on campus. Um, He's like, no, nah, I've, I've, I've just been chilling at home. <laughs> right, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I don't think it's fair to put that kind of pressure on some of those kids. I, I, a lot, I, I've had a, a handful of conversations, and we've more or less talked about daily routines as opposed to um, it's no, it's you're just building the relationship again, you know, in, in a whole other platform, or uh, you know, you're having Zoom meetings with the entire family there, where you're having mom asking me about the graduate graduation rate and what this and that other is at the institution. I was like, well, let me Google it. Cause I, same, I, same. I, I haven't been there long <laughs> enough to, you know, I'll get back to you on that. You know, I'm just making notes and answering questions. So what is the percentage um, of GPAs in the whatever major, but uh, <laughs> write that down and email it to me. I'll get you an answer. Right. And that's, you know, if, and, and to be the new guy on the block, cause Finley, uh, it seems like everybody, like, I think the next closest new hire to me is like eight years. Oh Whoa. gosh. So it's nine, but the, the yeah. sense of the sense of community there. Anytime I have a question, I, there's like, like old school soccer practice phone tree stuff, you know, <laughs> uh, like it, it, it can go down the phone tree and you get your answer so fast and everybody's so helpful that it's been, uh, it's been, it's unique and, uh, makes, it makes what I'm dealing with a lot easier. What have the, the other coaches been like, uh, at, at your new schools, not just the, the people that you're working with. Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, for, for, I guess, for instance, I guess before you keep asking, like, you know, Trip, do you have assistants already or is there like a hiring freeze? Like what's, are you the, the only man on the totem pole right now? So the only player or only coach, coach left over was the volunteer goalkeeper coach uh and he's been fantastic uh ian has been uh, a, a lot of help uh but we are under a hiring freeze and we're just going to wait and see how that plays out and um you know i can pick up my own combs yeah <laughs> well, and, and madison's yours is just a little bit different because you know you you've gotten to chat with the the, the head coach uh, at, at your school and probably haven't really gotten to meet or talk to the other coaches from the other sports. So I guess maybe this is just more of a trip, but 
Um, you know, what's the, what's the information been like from other coaches of other sports? Obviously they're going to welcome you in, uh, you know, and get you introduced to the family, but you know, they're all, they're all there currently while you're, uh, still in Kentucky, you know, have you been making conversations with them on, on what their experience is like currently, or, or, you know, things that's going on on campus that they're, they're dealing with? Uh, everybody's been working from home. I mean, it's been completely shut down. So even if I was on campus, there, there's nobody there. I mean, I got keys last week or yeah, last week I, I got, I finally got, I moved into my office and took pretty pictures where I hung pictures. And, <laughs> you know, it, it really finally felt official, but uh, I've had three or four coaches reach out to me and just say, if you need anything at all, let me know. And um, it's just, it's, it's been super fluid, I guess is the best way I could say it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not like, Hey, you got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, we're transitioning to using the ARM system for everything on our campus. And uh, I'm just as new at it as everybody else is on campus. So we're all uh, in that learning curve. So uh, we had to do final grades the other day and I emailed a, uh, uh, somebody in our communications department. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And he said, give me just a minute. And within 30 minutes, I had an email from a coach, step-by-step -step directions and, and was able to you know, knock it out. And that's just how it's been. I, I, you know, I can't complain about anything. Yeah. What, um, I, speaking of grades, they were talking about that in our staff meeting the other day and they're like, Oh, Sean, you'll get a, a piece of paper on how, We'll send you an email on how to do that. I was like, okay, it's been a week. Um, so I'm just eagerly awaiting for that, that mail to get to me. Um, Madison, you know, for you, you know, obviously you're still in the, the place where you were working at, you know, the coaches who are there, uh, that you got to know from other sports. I mean, like, have you still been keeping in contact with them and seeing how they're operating things? Obviously probably still talking to the head coach of the program you used to work at and, and how that program's operating. Um, you know, what's just kind of the, is there anything that's obviously, I don't think anybody's going through like similar situations uh, in, in any of this. Like, I, I guess, for example, like, are you all allowed to work on your field? Like right now? No. no um in washington if it has a lock on it you can't get in um so you're not supposed to be in the office and that kind of stuff um well nick, nick do you guys do you and did you and kooten take care of your field like mowing yeah. and stuff are yeah. you allowed to do that right now oh not mowing it heck no i would not mow that thing uh we did like the lining and stuff so like, like, we can get there go ahead no, I was like, we can get to our locker rooms and stuff. Like, where our stuff's not like locked down or anything. But like, I haven't been. I mean, I'm living up in Dubuque right now. Well, that's true. So like, I like for us, like we can't be on campus, but of our athletic complex, which we share with baseball and softball, um, one of the coaches from each sport is allowed to be out there. Um, but if more than one is like, obviously, if the softball coach is at the softball field. And the soccer coaches are at the soccer field, like that's fine because it's significantly farther than six feet apart. So, like that was another thing I was wondering too, like how many places where the coaches do take care of the maintenance um, at their facilities, like if they're allowed to be on that on that facility. Yeah, I definitely don't know. And trips in Kentucky, he's like, ah, he's like, I know what my field looks like. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ian, who's our volunteer goalkeeper coach, is, is take takes care of our field. Oh, and, and Ian's uh, got job security. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the field is, is well taken care of. And, and, you know, um, in Kentucky and in Ohio, everybody's mowing our yards and landscapers are working uh, nonstop. They can't, yeah. work fast. people that are at home are getting bored and, and it, those guys can't work fast enough in that industry. Right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, my, my new hobby completely unrelated cause I'm locked home and, uh, across the street from my fiance's house is a park. And so she has like a little fire pit in the back. So I just go gather sticks and wood for like an hour every day during the day to, so we can make <laughs> fires later. That's like my new hobby. Of mine. Cradle of civilization. If I ever heard one, <laughs> I just get so bored. I go across to the park and just gather sticks for the fire. Gather sticks for fires. That's been my like new hobby. Do you have a pouch or like a hobo? No, I, I, I just take, I take like a literally like a, a box that you would use to move books or like stuff in. <laughs> oh I, you know, I swear to God, I'll send a picture to you guys later. I swear. I have like just boxes full of like of sticks and wood. I would, I would, 
I would figure that you would take like an old t-shirt and like get a bunch of sticks and wrap the t-shirt up to hold them together, bundle it, and then carry them on your shoulder. That would be incredibly more efficient than having a, a, a box of yeah. sticks. Um, I, I'll, I'll take that going forward. It's going to burn for a really long time. Do you have like, <laughs> oh, this is Kinlan. You like talk to him when you pick him up. Dude, this is pine. It's going to smell amazing. I was talking to a coach the other day, and I swear this would be the last thing. I have a good question after this, I think. Um, but one, one of the things I was, I was talking to a coach the other day, and he's like, you're, you're breathing heavy. What are you doing? I was like, I'm sorry. I'm gathering sticks around the neighborhood. He's <laughs> 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 like, God, he's like, he's like, you would, but like, that's weird. I, go, I understand both those things. Um, but one of the things, it, it kind of sparked from a question we were talking about earlier. Um, just what do you think? Because you, you guys both kind of mentioned about how when you get back to training, you're going to maybe do a lot more playing than fishing. Or maybe that was always a philosophy of yours, trip. But do you think there are good things both with training philosophy, with how we're sharing information as coaches and things that have come out of this? And what do you think those are? Um. I think there's a lot of good that's come out of this. A, I think we actually see that players getting a break is going to be a huge benefit to our game, um, especially the club players. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but the amount of information that's been available for free or at a discounted price, uh, I, I just I have a backlog of things that I, you know I've got. I can get I can watch webinars till December right now and not get anything new if I if I choose to. But I think mental health of our athletes, the mental health of our athletes and the acknowledgement and understanding and how to have real life conversations. Um, it, it, we're all learning how important that is to the game besides X's and O's. Um, and I think, I think as a whole coaches, no matter what form I've been on, it's, it's, it's increasingly a topic uh, of, you know, am I as a coach, am I taking care of myself and is my routine and my daily practices and my mental health so that I can actually have conversations with my players about their mental health. And, you know, so you're having a bad day today or you're having a great day today because the sun's out and it's not 31 degrees or something. So, um, you know, it's, I think that's been one of the biggest things a hundred percent. For sure. What about you, Basson? He said it so well, but the, the mental health of, of the staff and the student-athletes is so important. Um, I mean, you, we, we can't pour into someone else's glass um, if ours is empty to start with. Um, so I, I think that's so important. I've really enjoyed the amount of information, the webinars, um, just there's so much out there. Um, and, and I think it it has been out there, but it's so easily available right now. Um, and it's been awesome. I, I try to do, you know, a couple webinars um, a week. Um, I'm actually in the process of finishing my thesis as well um, for grad school. So congrats. Um, well, it's not finished yet. So well, congrats <laughs> to future Madison. Uh, let's, let's hope it gets finished in the next couple of weeks. But um I just think it's been really cool because my um, webinar or my um, thesis is um, compliance-based and kind of it's geared towards um, PSAs and um, giving them a better understanding of the recruiting process um, and what happens during the recruiting process um, academically as well as the soccer side of it. Um, And it's been really cool because there's been so many webinars and so many people coming out about that kind of stuff um, talking. So it's been really helpful for me on, on that side. Um, but then um, game model, um, video analysis. I mean, there's just so much stuff out there. Um, and I was doing really well the first like three or four weeks. Like all the information was like, you know, I was really taking it in. Um, and now some of them I've had to like go back and watch or like I, I look at my notes again um because it's it's overwhelming um in a good way um but you definitely have to pick and choose which information is important and relevant to you and um put your own twist on it um to make it yours and make it work for your team yeah duck gonna have to make a webinar book i know right (laughs) (laughs) 
there are so many webinars. I'm just like, I feel like I'm webinared out, but like, I still want more. Like I'm still signing up for more. That's how yeah. I am. Exactly. My wife put me on rations. <laughs> just, I, two I, today. just two today. Then you got to do other things. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, like with, with my wife being a principal, I mean, she's been having a lot of meetings. Some, a lot of them are overlapping with mine. And so we have to like, when we both wake up in the morning, say, all right, how, what ones do you have today? And then she'll go through her times. So like, yep, I've got same time. Yep, same time, same time. Okay, well, what are we going to do with the kids? Uh, Netflix. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's at the point to where now it's like, okay, like I, I got to limit uh, how many of these things I'm, I'm going to just because of it gives me more time to, to watch while, uh, my, while, while my wife is doing her meetings. Um, you know, one of the things about Soccer Chat is, you know, it's, it's about building this network and this connection of coaches and, um, you know, I was, I was pretty fortunate enough to get to meet Trip uh, in Baltimore uh, and Nick joined us a little bit after that. Uh, and I got to see that Trip and I have uh, some, some of the same colleagues uh, from, from my old Kentucky days, I guess now back into my Kentucky days. Um, and uh, so we got to, got to clown with Trip a little bit. Uh, he introduced me some, some peanut butter, uh, some peanut uh. butter drink that was, uh, that was quite insane. Um, but, uh, you know, this, this all is about networking and, and Madison, you've gotten involved more in our chats and in doing our, uh, our college coaches zooms as well. And gotten to meet some people. So, you know, we'll, we'll start off with Madison. Like if somebody's wanting to reach out to you, that's listening to this and they want to, you know, just chat soccer or they want to, you know, kind of see like how things are going with you checking in and whatnot. Um, how can they reach out to you? Um, they can reach out via Twitter. Um, I think my handle is at mkroger7. That is correct. Um, it's got a lock thanks. on it. <laughs> um, and then uh, through my email. Um, I think that's been the coolest part for me as well. Is, and over the last probably two years, I've realized how important the networking um, is. Um, it's definitely about who you know. Um, so that was definitely you know, relevant while I was going through this job search as well. Um, but yeah, every, I mean, we're doing the same thing every day. So new faces are, um, are always welcome and um, love to hear about, you know, everybody else's journey, not only uh, during COVID, but, you know, how, how did they get to where they are uh, now? As you're as Nick, you shaved. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I hate you. Going back to my, my bearded brother, uh, Trip. you know, how can, uh, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, they can get a hold of God, I hate me. You, at Trip Rogers on Twitter, or they can email me at trip.rogers at finley.edu. Um, and I, I think a whole lot of people have my cell phone number, so it's, <laughs> uh, it is just out there. We can just so. keep cards close to chest. If you need it, just contact your, contact your closest coaching friend. He'll, he'll have Trip's cell number. Somebody somewhere does. It's, I know uh, I'm one call. I don't have your cell phone number, but I know I'm one call away. Like I know who exactly I would call to get your cell phone number. That's like, <laughs> so you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. So uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the networking and everything like that was, is it's unbelievably important. And it's uh, probably one of the neatest things about the soccer world because the community is so unbelievably small. You know, all of us are Kevin Bacon's. We're seven degrees from somebody. <laughs> well, I feel like obviously with the name like Trip Rogers, I've, I, I a lot of people I know know you. Um, and that's how like I'd always see uh, people posting that I knew uh, that had, that had stuff with you. And I was just like, man, like this, this trip dude's like massively famous. Uh, yeah, and then I got to see, I got to see the, the legend in person in Baltimore and I experienced just exactly what type of legend he is. Um, that, that well, was also the night of the high five contest, wasn't it? I have no knowledge about the high five contest. Derek Willis having the high five contest. Derek did not inform me of the high five contest. Oh man. He was all over it that night. He was unbelievable. He must've had probably 400 high fives. Well, that was also before pandemic, because ain't nobody high fiving now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it can't nobody and can't nobody bump bubbles with that guy because he's eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> well, Madison and Trip, thank you so much for for coming on and, and sharing your story with us, uh, with with all this that's going on, uh, and and keep fighting the good fight. And uh, we, we wish you and your team the best of luck whenever we actually get to get back on the field.
is the part where you talk yeah, on, the intro, on the outro. Yeah, yeah this definitely. is the part where you go. <laughs> no, God, I please keep this in. This would be phenomenal. Oh, I'm totally keeping this in. <laughs> this is where you talked. <laughs> um, but honestly, really fun interview. I think uh, for us, I, I like I met Trip before. I, I never, I never met Megan Morgan Madison before. Oh, Megan's a new one. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I knew her name was Madison. I'm just gonna throw out M names. Um, but I never met Madison or, or and, but I had met Trip before. And I, I think it's like, it's such an interesting situation. We talked to Bianca the other week about the coaches that have gotten jobs. You're very, very in a similar state where you have a little bit more time, but barely. And it's an interesting time for a lot of coaches, but especially the ones that are trying to develop relationships and everything for the fall that are going to meet most of their players in person the day of preseason. Like that never really happens. Like, like you have a few coaches that like get hired super late that that happens, but it, it's very rare that a person gets hired in the spring, but the first time they're going to meet everyone in person is the first day of their preseason. And yep. it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's a very difficult spot. And, but just to be able to talk to both of them, just both incredibly positive human beings. Like they're just seemed like people that like, I want to hang out with because they make me feel good having hung out with them. And in just I, I, every question I asked, it was so easy. They, they made the conversations so much fun. And like both those programs, both Finley and Cal State or Stanislaus, I'm saying that right, Stanislaus? Something like that. Um, I, I, I've never seen it phonetically written out, so I apologize um, if I say that incorrectly. But both those programs are in a very good spot. Not that they weren't already. I mean, again, both programs have been successful. Um, but – it, I both those programs are are getting incredibly good coaches, and I I, I really look forward to following along because I I'm really excited for both those coaches. Yeah, and, and when I get to to chat with Madison uh, a few months back when when I started the the coaches calls, um, it was just so cool. Like I had never met her before, never talked to her. Uh, I don't even think we've even we even tweeted or anything together. Um, and just getting to know her story, and it was like, like I said, it was before all this like craziness really went down. And she's just, yeah, I took a job. I start next week. Uh, it's in California. I don't know if I can get there. And I was just like, oh, crap. I never even thought about that. Um, and, you know, just to be able to kind of keep in, keep in touch with her over, over this time period and, and see where she's at. You know, she's a young coach, finishing up her GA, getting ready to go into the, the, the big world uh, with, with, a, with a big kid job. Um, and, you know, that's the, the, the flip side of this is you hate to see, um, especially like all of our friends and the other coaches who are um, – you know, kind of going through the same thing, taking jobs and they can't get there right now because of the pandemic. I think Sam Etherington finally got to Idaho uh, last week, uh, making her trip up there because uh, originally she wasn't able to, to head up there, but was finally able to get up there. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more than just the ones that we know uh, that are out there. We see hirings getting made um, right now. And, and, you know, obviously best of luck to those people. Gabe, that was on our show for Mac Murray uh, a few weeks ago, just, uh, just got a job. Um, where was it at? I can't remember now. Rockford. Radford. Rockford. 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 Um, you know, so, so shout outs to Gabe uh, for, for getting himself straight as well as helping his players. I know a lot of the players are uh, from Mac Murray are starting to talk about, you know, the schools that they're, they're going to ready to head to. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's good to see that this is starting to work out a little bit. Um, obviously people are still getting furloughed. People are still getting fired. Um, and we never want to see anybody lose their job, but unfortunately, um, in this time period, that's, that's what we've got going on. And the best thing we can do is keep, uh, lifting everybody up uh, as much as we can. Just a, a crazy time. And I, I think I need to set like a timer on how many times that I say that in the last, uh, four weeks that we, we've done the show. Um, and as you heard, I, I'm highly upset. I'm kind of distraught because Nick shaved his beard. Uh, I really okay. thought that he was going to do the quarantine beard, um, up until the wedding. Um, and that, I believe if we go back, I think, I feel like on the record, he did say that he was going to keep the beard going until the, the wedding. Um, but that does not <laughs> I seem to be. I want receipts on that one. I don't know if I ever said that out loud. I, th I think I'm going to go back and find it. I'm fairly certain we talked about it on the show bring that the, the beard needed to stay. Um, <laughs> I will bring the receipts. Um, and just how many people talk kindly about your beard, man? Like that alone would make me want to. Honestly, to every going. single one of my players talks so poorly about my beard. You know what? They don't matter. <laughs> in in that in that instance your personal appearance does not their opinion does not matter in that yeah, they, they're all cut anyway they're all you guys yeah all, exactly you're exactly this, you're jamie chris get out of here <laughs> uh you know 
we've got so many friends that support the show. We want to thank everybody for supporting the show every single week, supporting the Twitter chat. You can get involved using the hashtag soccer chat every single Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. On Tuesdays, we also have a college coaches Zoom uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Tuesday nights, just shoot me a DM for uh, for the link for that. I'd love to do club coaches ones, but every time we have club coaches signups, like four people sign up for it. Um, and so, you know, club coaches, we want to get more involved with you. Uh, we want to do some more from high school students. I'm actually, um, we're going to host a webinar next Thursday. Uh, is somebody, I saw a basketball coach tweet this, uh, that they said, you know, we're, these webinars are great of the X's and O's and tactical and technical things, but we also need some, something on instruction. You know, can we get a teacher on to, uh, to talk to us about instruction methods? And I thought, well, Hey, I'm married to a school administrator who just happens to really be uh, like her top thing is professional development and uh, actual instruction. Uh, so we've asked my wife to come on. We're going to do a webinar next week on Thursday. Uh, again, let me know if you want to get in on that, um, where she's going to talk about instruction methods uh, and, and really incorporating brain power. I think that's the word she used. It's brain something. So don't hold me to that. Again, she's a smart one. I'm not. Uh, and she's going to really talk about how, um, you know, the, the messages that you're trying to get your teams to uh, you're trying to convey to your teams how to get it to stick in their brain, uh, especially once we all come back from all this. We're going to have to do a lot of re, uh, re-teaching uh, when, it, when it comes to, to, to the game of soccer. So uh, make sure to hit me up on that if you, uh, you want to get involved in that. Uh, my wife is super awesome, and you will see why uh, she's significantly cooler than I am and why everybody likes her a lot more than me. Uh, Nick, if somebody's wanting to chat with you, man, how can they get a hold of you? At Coach N. Rizzo. What about you, brother? And mine is at Coach Soggerling. It's more than just a Twitter chat. It's more than just a community. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a lifestyle, and it's a big old family. And the best part about Soccer Chat is we get to do it again next week. He's Nick. I'm Sean. Nick, we'll catch you later. See you later, brother.